Hej! Mitt namn är Edith Sabo och detta är min podcast. En podcast som handlar om hopp, inspiration och olika vägar till ett bättre liv. Jag är så glad att du är här. Du är varmt, varmt välkommen. Ja, hej. Det är varken lördag eller söndag. Det är onsdag. <laughs> ja. Jag försökte göra en intervju med min fantastiska lärare, Herre Princip Hej. Men det gick inte i söndags. Eh, livet kom emellan. Så nu, efter onsdagens arbete, sprang jag hem för att... Eh, fixa till det här så att jag kan dela med idag intervjun som jag gjorde igår och det är mycket så du behöver verkligen lyssna inte bara med öronen med hela din kropp för det är väldigt mycket information det var nästan som en speed date kan man väl säga där Heather berättar om polaritetsterapi bland annat och så mycket mer hon är ju en fantastisk lärare. Det är nästan svårt att beskriva vem hon är för mig. Men här kommer intervjun med Heather Principe. So, here we go. This is my okay. this is my <laughs> next episode and here with me Heather Heather, can you please tell me who you are for all of the people who are not knowing who you are, please? Uh-huh. My name's Heather Principe. Um, who am I? That's a loaded question. Um, I'm a woman. I guess that's my first line of identification. A human being is my first line of identification. Who identifies as female. And um, my pronouns are she or they or whatever you want to use because I or it I don't really care. I mean I'm not I'm not really attached to pronouns because they're not tribal. Um I'm definitely a karmic native american if that is understandable to you. I come back into this life being very tribal in nature. I my family and the people that I care about are all extremely important to me and most of my my um students are important to me and um if i were to say what who am i i'm that i'm a tribal matriarch at this point because i'm 73 years old and there's a lot of people around and i got grandkids and a good family life and and um a teacher i'm a teacher um i have been a teacher probably since i was in my early teens teaching dance and i've been teaching something since i'm about 13 years old um and i i probably spend most of my time either teaching or sharing my gifts around hermetic principles um and or native american um ceremony So that's that's who I am. 
Um, yeah, thank you. So I remember the first time we met, and it was like six something years <laughs> ago. I don't even know, but the first thing I I felt is like, oh my god, who are you? Hmm. And then I realized when I was uh, studying polarity therapy with you, oh, I see something in you which is me as well, but it took some time before I come so far. But I studied polarity therapy with you in the beginning. And I talked yeah. about polarity therapy for a long time now in the podcast, but I never really talked about it. So can right. you please just tell us what is polarity therapy? Um, polarity is the term given, it's been a translation um, from ancient from greek um slash egyptian um uh, from the original hermetic principles there are seven hermetic principles and it's the fourth principle and all of the principles um all of the hermetic principles reflect some um density i'm going to say density of dualism starting with uh you know uh, 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 vibration and coming all the way down to gender. Uh, the fourth principle is polarity. Polarity ultimately is the heart. I want to call it the anahata chakra of, of these principles. And the reason the word polarity is used is because it's the easiest way to um, access the somatic body, the, the felt sense body. Um, we are very mental in our world. Most of our most of our cultures, European, North American, um, bend themselves toward um, facts being just facts that are thought facts. But the the anatomical truth is, the physical truth is that we are created as an extension of everything around us plus everything that we are in spirit. So polarity expresses the dualism within the somatic body and its principles and its teachings all relate to the sacred geometria that's, that creates our construct. You know, these gorgeous anatomical representations of, if you want to call it artificial intelligence that roam the earth, so the study of polarity is pretty much the study of the <clears throat> the embodiment of dualism and what we are uh, as dual as dual you know we were created as two halves of the truth men and women we are heaven and earth and everything in between our process is tri elements the air fire and water of how we actually process that step down from spirit into form and polarity is all of those things in 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 modern western um language it would probably be because it's the heart chakra and because the heart affects the fascia of the body <clears throat> which is really basically the bridge between you know the 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 structural body and the mental body the fascia the fascia is where we actually have felt sense of our mental experiences that translate into our somatic body, into our visceral body. 
And the fascia is where injury occurs when the emotions are run high. Trauma and injury occur not from the mental body, but in the fascial body that translate from the mental body and that eventually titrate down into the physical or visceral body. So in polarity, we recognize that. In a polarity, what we would say in the Western model, it's more of a study of the autonomic nervous system. It would be Western medicine is just now realizing that the autonomic nervous system is basically the ruler of the of the of the physical body. And they're starting to nod toward autoimmune disease and autoimmune dysfunction, which lead to physical problems. So we can't just fix the finger. We have to look at the organism and the autonomic system to, to and see how it relates to the finger, right? See how, how the nose or the face or the ethmoid bone or the, the, the stomach relates back to the autonomic nervous system. And that, that, that conversation that goes on between the mind and the body or between the, the experiential mind and the body uh, lands in the fascial body. So that's it. That's what polarity is. In uh, okay. modern day language, it's a touching of the autonomic system. Like that, I I quite, I think I understand a little more of that you said, but I mean, I was studying this with you several years and I remember the first time you talked about that or you're talking about this information I just listened but I never really understood and I asked you something like what am I doing <laughs> wrong because I don't get what you are talking about and you said to me yeah. just take it easy it's coming to you when it yeah. has to come because it's it's quite a lot and yeah I, I feel that this is the course that every human being should go and study. And if you don't want to do anything with polarity, just to be able to be in the world with yourself and with the people around you, like be a, a decent human being. That's like the course that I think everybody should go. Well, what 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 people don't understand is normally go to a course and just get the facts of the course and you learn about it. And then you have to integrate the information into whatever information you already have in polarity. It's ex experiential. Yes. The thing that makes polarity different is it's not just a set of facts that you gain, you gain facts, but then you also gain relationship to a new way of looking at boundaries, a new way of looking at relationship, a new way of looking at your relationship with yourself. Mm. And when you have that new way and you actually experience this over time, you have a new way of dealing with everything and everyone in your life that's more balanced. Yeah. And this is what you don't learn. And I, I remember that I went through a lot of things and you know that. And the first time I actually could express it and also just go through that mentally as well as 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 physically is with you <laughs> in polarity like all this trauma which was in my body I tried it to go and talk with psychologists which is good to go I tried to, to uh, uh, repress it with medication that was good too however the problem was always there and I remember and I feel that polarity therapy was the first time I actually could meet all these things so I can stop go to 
my psychologist, I could stop with my medication. Yeah. Well, because you had a different way to relate to it. Like, I think at the basis of what you're talking about is we, because, because in Western medicine, we give our power to a doctor or a psychologist or a psychiatrist or a surgeon, we give our power away and we have a, somehow we've garnered some kind of belief that those people will know better about how to make us well than we do ourselves. But we never stop to tune in to how to make ourselves well. And I'm not saying that we should throw away the doctors or the psychologists or psychiatrists, but if you're an empowered human being working in conjunction with, with an expert, then it's less likely that you're going to have to take pharma, pharmacological assistance or have pharmacological assistance to get where you're going because really at it we're born with everything we ever need in this yeah. lifetime no matter what the challenges are and we're not given that as children we're not even given that somebody always knows better yeah you know so and everybody's in therapy now i mean everybody and that's fine but there comes a point that you have to if you're using your therapist as a sounding board and you live alone that's one thing but if you are relational and in the world and you are in therapy and on the same, something's off. Yeah. You're, you're, you're not, you you have, you know, you're, you haven't been given agency. So <clears throat> that's a big deal. That is. And, and, and I think I never went so hard school and so hard into myself is when, when when I met you and I went to polarity courses. And mm -hmm. I think also the thing that I learned, which was very important to be able to just shut up and listen. And mm -hmm. not just listen with my ears, but listen with my whole body. Yeah. To be able to be in space and in in my world and just listen, which is... I think I also, and you also study a lot and uh, thought as well, yoga and meditation, like this is what the whole yeah. thing is about to just sit down and be quiet. Well, the, and... ma the, the matching piece there, the place where yoga and polarity come together are in the autonomic nervous system. The autonomic nervous system is just a casual phrase for the place in our being where we calibrate this lifetime, this life's experience with the spirit that walks with us and with our, our essential nature. Hmm. You know, how are we having this, this lifetime's experience with an essential nature that was already created by God, if you will. Right. Yeah. So, and not everyone has the skill or the bandwidth to, to have their experience in the environment that they've been put into. And the, our environment is getting tougher and tougher. We were nearly better off when we were living in caves mm. because our autonomic systems had resilience. We weren't so busy thinking in the mind about what we were doing and being traumatized in our mind. We were busy being traumatized by lions and tigers and bears. You know, like, so our sympathetic, parasympathetic response was very, very different. And very, very real and essential in the earth wasn't an imagined thing. And today, our imagined fears are the greatest thing, the, the things that are crippling us.
the imagined fears, you know. Mm-hmm. The real fears, the lions and tigers and bears, we've killed them all. And we live in these little urban and suburban developments. And you won't see a bear for for 50 miles or a wolf or anything that might threaten your well-being. Um, The things that threaten your well-being are, you know, not having a home or 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 not having food. And, you know, our well-being is and 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 not being able to get to the quote unquote imagined doctor that's going to cure us. You know, we have doctors. 70 years ago, we had a, one doctor and that doctor would come to the house with his little bag. Today, there are, you go to, when you're, when, when you reach my age, you could spend your entire week just going to doctors and, and they'll keep you going. I, <laughs> this is a funny story. <laughs> I started out with um, what's called, um, um, Oh God, macular, wet macular degeneration. So they started giving me injections in my eyeball. It's horrible to sounding, but it's 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 not so terrible. Okay, and then they sent me to a different eye doctor within the same practice. So I, I was going to a regular eye doctor who sent me to a retinologist in the same practice. The retinologist sent me back to another eye doctor for my glaucoma, which was diagnosed then they sent me to another doctor for, for what's called ophthalmic. Just seeing blue and the spectrum in, in, infused. And in, I'm seeing auras of blue, which is changing the way I perceive blue and green. But, you know, this could go on forever. I mean, I just opted out. I opted out of the neurologist. I said, you know what? And they, I said to the doctor who referred me, I said, can they give me a medicine to fix that? They said, no. I said, then why would I go to that doctor? Pointless. I don't want somebody to sit there and tell me maybe I'll be blind in three years or two years or whatever, or maybe I'll be completely colorblind. I don't care. I'm just going to pay my nickel and text my chance because at this point, clearly the thing that's going on me south is my are my eyes. I'm, I'm happy to accept whatever comes and I, I don't want to spend my time in a doctor's office giving my power away to someone who may or may not have a better answer for me. Hmm. So I'm letting, uh, you know, you have to, again, what do I do if I, you were to sum it up? I help people to realize how powerful they really are and that they need to be careful on where they give their power away. That's what I feel like I do. So we've refined that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's pretty much that's what and polarity is merely the study of how you are reactive in your life and how to stop reacting and how to, how to start acting. How to start from a place of power. Yeah. And it's hard to talk after. It's like I need almost to take a pause, like because it's it's a lot. And I I know when I come to you, I met you this summer after three years and of not seeing you at all. And I think you are the only person I can be with in the room, not talking and understanding each Mm -hmm. other anyways. And right. that's what you learn me. And I, I, if 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 somebody totally new come to you, I think it's also threatening because when 
I started and you have to meet yourself. Uh, <coughs> it was a lot of times I just wanted to run away because it was too hard to be there. Uh, so what can you say? Yeah. Like, why? Why should I come? Why should I, I learn polarity? Why should I be with you? And and because it's hard. Is, <laughs> there's so much depression in the world right now and so much sadness. And and it all comes from a perception that there's that you're powerless over your most of your outcomes. And I got to tell you, that's that's where I come in. And I know that polarity teaches people to have m way more self authority, self agency. Like I I have power in my life. I can I can see myself now and how reactive I am in my life. I see how I react to things that threaten me. I see how I react to the imagined lions and tigers and bears. Hmm. Now I have to start to learn to slow myself down to, and again, this is a learning process. It's, it's experiential. You can't just hear my words and say, oh, okay, now I'm just going to pause and settle. Pausing and settling <laughs> is an experience. And the only way that you can see it is to, is to see another person actually do it. What's it like to pause and settle? Sometimes you have to stop and just say, okay, well, wait a minute. I'm just about to yell at this person. And why am I yelling at this person? What, what, am, I, what am I angry about? To the point, and I'll give you this. I mean, I'm still practicing and I'm 73. I come out of my apartment building this morning and the first person I see screams at me because she was walking on the sidewalk and I was coming out of a a garage so she was yelling at me and then i went a block and i witnessed two men screaming at one another on the corner yelling and screaming mm -hmm. one was holding up his fist and then i went maybe two more blocks and two people were having an argument on bicycles that had run into one another clearly and i thought i i pulled over i stopped i said okay what part of me is so angry that i'm seeing this in my field yeah. What part of me is angry? And when I got in touch with what that was, everything changed. Yes. <laughs> so the yes. universe sends you little messages. And when I say the universe, I don't want to, I don't want this to become some new age thing where everybody's looking, looking at the universe for an answer. It's not like that. Their uh, messages are, are right in front of you all the time. And you're bypassing because you're you're so focused on something down the road that you're not actually experiencing the moment as it is. And I think if you were involved in a polarity course or sign up for a polarity course, you begin to be aware and understand what it means to be in any given moment viscerally and emotionally and mentally. And if you can do that, you you begin to have a whole new power in your life because no one has the power to make you react. Because the course, not not just we are ta we talking, we learning. It's also right. get down to the table, and, yes, and have have this experience, and we both have the experience. Yes, yes, both the practitioner and the person who's doing the work have the experience together, and even though it may not be the same, it may not express the same in the practitioner and the client. It, it moves energy. Mm -hmm. 
and it moves energy in a more conscious way so that the client then is able to be reflected by someone who is not who is not not having an experience but they are willing to admit that their experience may or may not have something to do with the client but because you're in relationship you're having it so the client gets to see more and begin to understand it from an uncharged place that's how they begin to understand themselves from from not a place of or oh, or mm. oh what are you doing to me or they stop experiencing life as happening to them. Mm. They come out of that trance state of this is happening to me and they become engaged participants in all the events of their lives. And I think that's the key why people, why it's not a massage therapy. What, why is it not a, a Reiki? Like it is right. something totally different because, because that's the question I always get. Is this massage? Like, no, because I am aware. <laughs> I, right. I am not. I'm. I'm totally aware about what I'm doing, mm-hmm. and I'm totally aware mm-hmm. about what what my client has for experience. And right. uh, it's not Reiki because I have no gods and no entities around me. Right. You keep the least. entities out. You keep you 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 make a boundary for anything except yourself and the and the person that you're working with. That's why it's not either or, and that's why people right. are coming. You're not invoking. Back like, yeah, you're not using symbols. You're not invoking mm-hmm. anything. You're simply being with what is. Yes, and I think that's that's what people kind of not understand it. And, and now, sorry, I just get this. Oh, you have ten more minutes left. <laughs> so right. we have just ten more minutes left, Heather, and I have this question which is i'm giving all my uh people who are asking so what is inspiring for you today what makes you inspired and give you hope i think what's inspiring is that when i get up in the morning and this is where i get my inspiration my my mantra the thing that i remind myself every single day is every sunrise is a new opportunity for joy I can do this day any way I want to. I can choose to be unhappy or I can choose to be happy. I can choose to dwell on what I don't have or I can choose to rejoice in what I do have. I can choose to move my body and stir my soul or I can I can choose to not do either one of those things. But every single choice that I make is definitively important to how I develop as a human being. And it doesn't matter how old you are. You're always developing as a human being. You are always a functional, living, breathing fractal of God. So that's that's how I go about my tastes. That's how I live my life. Hopefully I'll have the opportunity to continue to do that. And where can we find you? Where can we find polarity therapy? If you are in in United States, it's kind of a little bit, yeah, just easier. I don't know. Yeah, I'm in. Um, well, you can always, if you're in the United States, you can always call me. Um, I'll actually <laughs> give my phone number. Basically, what you should do is if you want to connect with me is text me. I find that um, 
instant message. If you're on Facebook and you want to IM me, I check my messages every day and I answer more and more text messages and I respond. It gives me a place to respond. Emails, you have to slog through mountains of uh, advertisements. So um, if you want to get me, um, text me. You can text me on my Facebook account, um, which is Heather Principe. You can you can friend me and then and instant message me, or on my phone number, um, which is New York. It's it's a country code I believe is zero one one. Yes, and then it's five one six 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 two seven eight seven eight, and I'm always happy. And just say heard heard at its podcast. My name is whatever, or it's heard at a Zoom call. My name is whatever, and I'd like to speak with you, and I'll make arrangements. I'll text back and make arrangements to talk to you. And hopefully one day you come to Sweden and you can teach all these things. Sooner than later. How about that? Amen. Sooner than later. I oh. think that's the that's the end. Thank you Thank so you. much that you came and talked <laughs> yeah. to me. It was lovely. Thanks, Edith. And I I uh, hope I get to see you again soon. Sooner than later. Sooner than later. Have a great, great night. Bye. Thank you, love. Be well. Bye. Så jag vet inte om ni känner er minst lika överväldigade som jag kände mig när jag gjorde den här intervjun. Det tog väldigt många minuter för mig att landa igen. Det kändes nästan som en tvirvelvind som kom rakt in i mitt liv och bombarderade mig med en massa intressanta idéer och sen försvann. <laughs> Lite grann vad Heather är. Tack för att ni lyssnade. Och jag hoppas verkligen att ni har fått med 
lite idéer, lite inspiration, lite hopp och kanske lite frågor. Och kanske några av er känner att ja, jag vill ringa henne. <laughs> Gör det. Ha en fantastisk fin vecka. Hej då.